Hi friends, welcome to the Empowerment Circle podcast. My name is Jessica Rose Cornish and I am a content creator and empowerment coach and I'm so happy you're here listening to this week's episode. I would love it if you could subscribe on your listening platform of choice and I hope you get a lot out of this week's episode. Feel free to connect with me on Instagram at Jessica Rose Cornish and let's get started. Hi, I am so happy to be back recording the podcast again. I got so crazy busy with dogs in April. I basically disappeared from everywhere. Um, But I have made the decision to move my pet services business part-time and focus on empowerment coaching and content creation full-time. And I'm thrilled to be able to do this work more, to spend more time on things. I'm a strong believer on doing things that light you up inside, and I truly feel called to just empower women to live their best lives as their best selves. So with all that being said, let's dive into this episode. Um, Oh, and new episodes of the podcast are going to be out weekly from now on on Tuesdays at 5 a.m. Because I Google it and it said that's the best time to do it. So you know what? That's that's easy. Okay, I can schedule things. But um, that kind of brings us to this week's episode, actually, which is the truth about the 5 a.m. club. So I read the 5 a.m. club by Robin Sharma last month. No, (laughs) probably in March, April-ish. I don't even remember. It's all a blur. (laughs) I just remember lots of dogs were here. So I'm going to talk not about a huge part of of what's in the book, but just one specific part. So, let me start off, I guess, by saying 5 a.m. is not a realistic time for everyone in the world to wake up, and I recognize that. For example, my husband used to work nights until very recently, so he was still at work at 5 a.m. Now, he's on afternoons, so at 5 a.m. he's been asleep for maybe four hours, or if he had to stay after and work a 12-hour shift, which happens periodically, at 5 a.m. he's had maybe 30 minutes of sleep or what about a new mom and dad who have to get up in the middle of the night with a screaming baby something tells me they aren't going to jump out of bed at 5 a.m if they can help it now i do not have children but i have raised multiple puppies who are potty training and i know all about getting up in the middle of the night for someone else and let me tell you sleep is precious (laughs) Now, I should say the 5 a.m. club doesn't suggest you get no sleep and wake up at 5. It merely suggests a not-so-realistic or achievable wind-down that kind of starts between 7 and 8, and you put your phone away, and you don't have any screens or electronics in your bedroom, and you're in bed by 9, you know, falling asleep around 10. Listen, for me, when Scott was working nights, he wouldn't leave the house for work until 9.20 or so. So there was no getting in bed with all of our animals before that. If you're new here, we have four dogs, three cats, and sometimes boarding dogs here as well. And if you're a pet owner, you know, it's hard for one of you to go to bed and the other one like leave the house. (laughs) Dogs get very excited when someone leaves or comes. So while there are a plethora of good little bits of advice in the 5 a.m. club book, Ultimately, it just isn't realistic for everyone. Now, do I think you can still take the methods and the routine from this book and apply it to your own life and schedule? Yes. 
that is exactly what I am going to talk to you about today. This is what this whole podcast is. So, right off the bat, I'm going to tell you what may be the absolute hardest thing for you if you try to do this. Are you ready? (laughs) You have to get out of bed the first time your alarm goes off. No snooze, no rolling over, turn off that alarm and it's feet to floor, baby. Are you still listening? Hello? (laughs) How many of you did we lose? (laughs) Now, I do think also that the 5am club book is worth reading for people, even if they have no interest in waking up at five or even starting a morning routine. So I'm not going to share every little thing in it, but I do want to share this next part because I'm currently practicing this and it makes a big difference on your day. And it is the 2020 20 formula, not 2020, don't worry, there's a third 20 in there, um, or the, the power hour. And this is how you spend that first hour of your day when you're, from when your feet hit the floor after that alarm goes off, which I haven't had an issue with because my dogs now know the sound of the alarm and what it means. And so they want outside right after they hear it. Lucky me. Anyway, (laughs) so the formula is this. For the first 20 minutes, you move. Exercise. Now we might have lost more people. <laughs> the book says intense exercise, sweat hard, etc. But to be honest, I've just been doing yoga because I'm so out of shape that I need to warm this body back up to movement. And I'm toying with the idea of trying couch to 5k again. I did really enjoy that. I wasn't doing it first thing in the morning, but I did like doing it in the morning. We'll see kind of what what comes of that. Anyway, so you move for 20 minutes and I'm saying move however you like. Yoga, walk, take a bike ride, get on the treadmill, run, whatever feels good to you. And obviously this will do great things in your brain right off the bat. Your dopamine rises, your serotonin increases, it's all happiness. Like Elle Woods taught us in Legally Blonde, exercise releases endorphins. Endorphins make you happy, and happy people don't kill their husbands. Get up and exercise. I've also heard this described as exercising right away before your brain is awake enough to talk you out of it. So hey, whatever works. I'm not a huge fitness person. I do know that I feel better and I hate hearing people say how much better they feel when they exercise so I get it. But my body gets very stiff so starting out with yoga has actually felt very good. And if you just don't want to do yoga that's fine. I sweat sometimes doing yoga like yoga isn't always light okay. I've been doing it's called yoga with bird on YouTube. It's free and she does really quick 10 minute like morning things because if you have pets you know that it's very hard to do yoga with dogs and cats because they all want to do it with you that's my cats running down the hallway i'm home alone because scott's at work and i'm trying to record this so that was the cats anyway let what was i talking about okay exercise i think we wrapped that one up next the next 20 minutes of your power hour are spent reflecting so this could be journaling, meditating, planning your day. Basically, it's just quiet time spent alone with yourself. 
taking care of whatever you need to do mentally before you move on with your day. So I've used this time to meditate, journal, plan my day. I use the five-minute journal to spend time in gratitude each morning. It is very quick and easy. And then I've started bullet journaling also to get my day planned and get thoughts out on paper. I do like an idea dump. Sometimes this part takes more than 20 minutes for me and that's okay. So same with the exercise and same with the next step. If you want to do 30 minutes or an hour or 45 minutes, do what feels right for you, but at least do 20 minutes. And I am going to add a kind of a little caveat here. This wasn't in my notes, but it just came to me intuitively (laughs) to say that when I say spending quiet time alone with yourself, there are people where that freaks them out or they do everything they can to avoid time alone with yourself. If you are that person, I'm going to suggest that you still do spend these 20 minutes reflecting journaling, meditating, planning your day. What I'm also going to strongly suggest is that you don't spend this 20 minutes trying to fix whatever issue you're battling with, whatever issue you're avoiding, whatever you're stepping away from by keeping yourself busy, by packing your schedule, by not being alone. That That's not what these, these 20 minutes are meant for. I recommend seeing a coach, seeing a therapist, whatever fits best with your situation, but maybe not starting your day diving into this. A good idea could be spending these 20 minutes literally just in gratitude. Get out a pencil, pen, and paper, get in your notes app on your phone, and just start. List everything that you're grateful for. Literally, it can be that you're grateful for your front door, for a door that keeps strangers out of your house, for windows to look outside for a fan to keep you cool in the summer i mean literally everything if your struggle with spending time alone start with spending time alone in gratitude that could be a whole other podcast i'm like feeling coming out of me (laughs) but i just got that intuitive hit and wanted to share if that is you spend it in gratitude okay we're gonna move on The last 20 minutes are spent on growth. So this could be reading a book, listening to a book, listening to a podcast, taking a class online, learning a new language, reviewing your goals. I think you get the picture. I spend these 20 minutes doing a podcast usually, and I also eat breakfast while I'm doing this because I'm on thyroid medicine. So I take that right when I get up before I exercise and I have to wait 30 minutes to eat. It's a whole thing. (laughs) So if I don't eat, I start feeling weird. So anyway, now that you know part of my medical history, um, I do a podcast and I eat my breakfast and I usually will turn on, you know, if the podcast isn't 20 minutes long or it's a short one, you know, I'll turn on a YouTube like background music, like they have like deep focus or studying or like music at different hertz for your different chakras. There's literally everything on YouTube, okay? So I'll turn on some background music and just sit kind of in more quiet time or I'll finish journaling, you know, whatever else I had going on. But I highly recommend all of these and this routine. I've been doing it and it feels so great because after you spend the morning moving, reflecting, and growing, and in all this positivity, and you're pouring into yourself physically, emotionally, mentally, 
you're prepped to have an amazing day. Could bad things still happen? Yes, of course. <laughs> the more time you spend doing this for yourself, the better equipped you are to handle things. So, oh, one more thing. And this could also be a deal breaker for some of you, but I think it's the last deal breaker. So if you can handle, okay, I'm not going to keep throwing these at you, but I have found this to be so, 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 so nice. And it is no screens the first hour of your day. Are you still here? <laughs> now, let me give a caveat because I do my yoga on YouTube. So I turn that on my TV um, and if and when I do Couch to 5K, I do that with a free app on my phone, and there's no way I'm getting on the treadmill and running for 30 minutes without music. <laughs> so I would just, it's about picking the right thing to listen to, right? So I'd probably make a playlist ahead of time of songs that I love that get me pumped up and excited for the day. Think lots of Lizzo. So you get the idea. The main idea here is to not get up and immediately start checking notifications, texting people, sending emails, watching stories, posting on social media. Like take your first hour, whether it's 5 a.m. or 8 a.m. and stay away from the noise. It's so nice <laughs> to just know that like I'm not gonna look at my phone this first hour or now, obviously, if there's some sort of emergency going on, you have someone in the hospital, it's not like, you know, life or death here. You can check your phone if there's something going on. So I forgot to say this at the beginning, but because of Scott's new schedule, I have decided to get up at 7 a.m. Monday through Friday because he's coming home in the middle of the night. And some nights I can sleep through it, but some nights I can't. And then you're up and the dogs are barking and it's a whole thing. So anyway... If you have dogs or kids, you know that once you get on a routine, it's hard to change it. So I have yet to have a day to truly sleep in, but I've only been doing this for a week. <laughs> or this will this is week two when I'm recording this. However, naps, when you're able to take them, are a glorious thing. Just don't sleep all day. That doesn't work out for me. It throws everything off and I have sleep paralysis. And if I take a nap, I usually have it after my nap. Anyway. Now that's more of my medical history. Okay, so I do hope that this episode has given you some ideas for how you can start to change your day by owning your mornings. The tagline for the book, 5 a.m. Club, is own your morning, elevate your life. So if you have any questions or you want some help crafting a morning routine that works for you, feel free to reach out to me on Instagram. It's at Jessica Rose Cornish or join my free empowerment community on Discord. The link will be in the description for this episode. And our June challenge is actually crafting and sticking to a morning routine. So we also do a book club. We have moon work for the full moon and new moon each month. We do a goddess circle once a month. We do a weekly card pull on Sunday nights. I do daily affirmations Monday through Friday. It's a lot of fun. So be sure to check it out and have a great week, friends.